0: Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present
1: Locked On Today.
2: The Broncos QB battle has been won. A bizarre walk-off for the Astros. Plus, was there ever a question it would be Trevor Lawrence? I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today.
3: Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: One of the few true quarterback battles this preseason has come to an end. The Broncos saying Teddy Bridgewater is going to start a quarterback over Drew Locke. Joining me now from Locked On Broncos, Cody Rourke and Cody This is, I guess, a bit of surprise because Drew Locke was running with the ones a lot uh, through the preseason opening games as the starter. Why did the Broncos ultimately make this decision?
1: Yeah, you know, Peter, I think it goes back to the start of minicamp, just a a common rotation of both Teddy and Drew getting ample time with the first-team offense. Now, it's it's interesting, though, in the preseason, Drew got the start against the Minnesota Vikings in that first game. There were only two offensive starters that played on the offensive line, Lloyd Cushberry, Graham, Glasgow. Everybody else was kind of makeshift. So he never really, in my opinion, we didn't see it in the Seattle game. He didn't get a chance to really get with that first-team offensive unit. So I think there will always be that question. What would it have looked like? And and granted, for either quarterback, too, none of these guys have yet had the opportunity to throw to Cortland Sutton or Tim Patrick, guys who have not played so far this preseason, but Jerry Judy, K.J. Hamler. Both guys have thrown a touchdown to uh, K.J. in this instance. But for the Broncos, they're going with a veteran option that they believe right now can take them to the next step with a really strong team around him. And, Peter, I'll go back to when he was with the the New Orleans Saints – Drew Brees went down with an injury. They had a strong rushing attack, and they had a strong defense. Denver believes they have a strong rushing attack and a defense, and they believe they have weapons that Teddy Bridgewater can be successful as a quarterback in comparison to the offense that he was in in Carolina last year. So they believe that Teddy gives them the best chance to win from right now, but still, the long-term outlook is kind of up in the air for the Broncos.
2: I'm going to ask you – I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you a potentially unanswerable question. (laughs) And I know you love those. What percentage do you think of this decision was made with the understanding that there is a chance, a, a who knows what that chance is, but there is a a real chance that whoever is starting at quarterback this season is only starting at quarterback for this season. And I'll leave it at that.
1: You know, Peter, I think to answer your unanswerable question, I think that there's a lot of factor into that decision right there because you go through the draft day scenario. We talked about this on a previous episode of Locked On Today regarding Aaron Rodgers, the trade rumors. I mean, there's a chance after the season the Broncos maybe make a run after Aaron Rodgers if, in fact, Aaron does want to still continue to leave Green Bay if he wants to stay put. Obviously, that's something that they'll probably work out. But outside of that, the decision for the Broncos at this point to pass on Justin Fields in the NFL draft with the ninth overall pick maybe signified that maybe they were looking a little too far ahead and and maybe thinking that they were going to get Aaron Rodgers or If they're not going to get him now, they have a chance to get him or somebody else after this next season. So I think that for the Broncos, maybe they viewed both Drew Locke. It was a make-or-break year for him. For Teddy Bridgewater, he's a one-year rental, essentially. So what do you do with that? It gives George Payton all the time to evaluate all of his options. And so it may not be popular in the eyes of fans right now, but I think from a smart decision from George Payton's standpoint, it gives him flexibility as a GM to look at every option this upcoming offseason.
2: Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers might not be the only marquee name on the market. Russell Wilson, remember, you know, he had his offseason of discontent as well, and who knows how this all plays out with Deshaun Watson, although it looks pretty bad for him right now. Thanks, Cody. Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, a bizarre walk-off win for the needy, the win-needy Astros. Um, This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto with the ever increasing number of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need so why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the other person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home or in your pocket so why choose to spend 30% 50% even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership rockauto.com is a family Business that's been serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you.
0: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: The Rams offense got a
0: lift in their backfield on Wednesday. I'm Sosa Cremensis, your host of the Lock On Rams podcast. And in somewhat of a surprising move, the Los Angeles Rams have made a trade for a running back, formerly of the New England Patriots, Sony Michelle. The Rams are sending fifth and sixth round picks in exchange for the former first round pick over in new england now those picks can change and turn into a fourth round pick if the rams do lose michelle and get a fourth round compensatory pick in exchange for his services so it's a bit of an interesting move i think it makes sense because los angeles Rams starting running back daryl henderson has already suffered two injuries throughout training camp and of course they have been very serious to this point but at the same time the Rams did lose k makers, and now Henderson has suffered multiple injuries as well the Rams clearly are a little bit concerned with his ability to withstand and last the entire season of course that durability has some issues there so Michelle a former first round pick, Two 900-yard rushing seasons in his first two seasons in the NFL. He will help this backfield. He will have a role. And it's going to be interesting to see now how the Rams divide up the work between a guy like Sonny Michel and, of course, Daryl Henderson, their current starting running back.
2: Jets defensive end Vinnie Curry was diagnosed last month with a rare blood disorder that required the removal of his spleen and triggered complications that will cause him to miss the entire season. In an Instagram post, Curry said he was initially projected to return in the middle of September, but he explained that blood clots formed and forced him to go on blood thinners. That, he said, prevented him from having physical contact for three to six months. Curry said he is planning to play, or at least try to play, in 2022. Amani Bates, one of the top prospects in high school basketball, announced his commitment to Memphis on Wednesday Firmly positioning the Tigers as a potential Final Four team. Bates will suit up for Coach Penny Hardaway's program and will join fellow potential top five NBA pick Jalen Duran. Duran committed to the Tigers earlier this month. On the day the Jacksonville Jaguars and Denver Broncos officially named their Week 1 starting quarterback, San Francisco 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan again declined the opportunity to do the same, much as he did Sunday night after the Niners' preseason game against the L.A. Chargers. Shanahan did not make his decision between incumbent Jimmy Garoppolo and rookie Trey Lance known publicly. He did, however, acknowledge that he knows where it's headed while leaving himself some wiggle room in case something changes. This is beginning to sound a lot like, hey, they're gonna draft Mac Jones. Actually, it's gonna be Justin Fields. Oh no, hey, it's Trey Lance. What do you know about that? And um, this could be the same outcome where we end up with Trey Lance, but Shanahan loves to build that drama. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag. NFL Super Bowl odds are out. Kansas City, as you might expect, sits atop the rankings. The Chiefs are plus 525 to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. The Buccaneers at 6-1. The Packers 11-1. The Bills at 12-1. Those two teams square off this weekend in the preseason finale. And the Browns at 14-1. For all your MLB, NFL, college football, and soccer lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 100% welcome bonus.
0: Here is another story you need to know.
2: In a game that ended in a bizarre walk-off ground ball for a team leading its division with the second-best point differential in baseball, it is weird to say that this was... A, a sort of must-win game, or at least a huge win for the Houston Astros. But it was five and five in their last ten. Getting some key players back from injury could also make the Houston Astros impossibly scary come postseason time. Joining me now from Locked On Astros, Brett Chancy, and Brett. Uh, that that backdrop is that is that a fair way to frame this? Because it does seem like a, a, a sort of
3: rare key win here, you know, late August on a, on a Wednesday. It does. And I just got off the podcast with Ben as our guest, and he mentioned that it is weird that this is a must win. Like you said, for the Astros, the Royals or just bad teams in general have had a lot of success against the Astros this season. And being that we're five and five in the last 10, you would think, that our lead because of a run differential in the West is huge. And it's not. Why? Because the Oakland A's are going to Oakland A. They're going to be competitive until the end. They fight like dogs, and we respect them a lot because they don't go away. And so this was a must win. They needed to win. They needed to split the series at home. You don't want to lose a series at home to the Kansas City Royals. On the day that Alex Bregman comes back, he contributes defensively. He contributes offensively. And Kyle Tucker comes in, contributes offensively. And Brantley was even sitting. Brantley even came in for a pinch hit, a key pinch hit, to help tie the game in extras. And it was one of those kind of storybook endings where Jake Myers, the young kid from Nebraska, the guy that nobody had on their radar, Peter, come up and get the game-winning Walk off grounder where none other than Alex Bregman scored the winning run.
2: It does seem like, from a narrative standpoint, the Astros have not really been a big part of the conversation. You know, we've been the the Yankees and the Rays in in the AL, and then of course in the NL, the the Giants, the all, all the California teams, uh, the Brewers, et cetera. How much of this do you think is? And I hate to make you speak for the national narrative, right? It's not it's not your uh, right. commentary, but. How much of this do you think is based and how much certainly do Astros fans think this is based on garbage can gate?
3: Well, you know, I would say, you know, because I don't want to be considered being the voice of saying that we always feel victimized, but Houston's always felt like we've played second fiddle. I mean, going back to the 90s, Peter, I was talking to someone about this today when the Rockets won their first title. Sports Illustrated even put Patrick Ewing on the cover before the end of the finals thinking the Knicks were going to beat us. And so Mm -hmm. we're kind of used to it. That's kind of the mentality we're used to. But, you know, the Houston Astros have been doing this, and I think it's bittersweet for us. We love it, but, hey, it has come with a um, a lot of jeering and a lot of booing. But I think we've learned to take it on because we got these young kids like Jake Myers coming up who have zero to do with any of this conversation. This kid's hitting 316 with an OPS of 871 with three home runs and 57 at bats. I mean, doing key things. And that's what this ball club does. They put their head down. They've taken on the mantra. And I think Dusty Baker, as as critical as I have been of his roster moves at times, he's really – I mean, he has steered this ship and they've become one of the, they're one of the top three teams in baseball. Once again,
2: coming up, was there ever a question? It would be Trevor Lawrence. Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by built bar. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a slew of incredible flavors It's fruit and chocolate. It's nuts and chocolate. It is the decadent dessert oeuvre and chocolate, salted caramel, double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, all that good stuff. The grasshopper cookie is outrageously good and you have so many different choices. Why haven't you tried them if you haven't? And if you've only ordered them once, why have you not ordered them again? They're all high in protein, high in fiber, but low in net carbs and low in sugar. I don't have to tell you how hard that is to find and also have it taste delicious. Go to built.com. And use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
3: Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the day. We wanted him to earn it as we do with every position. We felt he has but I kind of in my mind had that as a after the second preseason that we kind of have to, to get someone ready to play in three
4: weeks.
2: That was Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer. That still sounds a little bit weird to me to say. Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer talking about the quarterback situation in Jacksonville for 2021. Trevor Lawrence will be the starter. It was the quarterback competition that really wasn't outside of some great quotes from Gardner Minshew about his bathroom habits. Uh, we were pretty sure going into all of this, Trevor Lawrence would be the quarterback after being the number one overall pick. Joining me now from Locked On Jaguars, Tony Wiggins and, and Tony, I guess the only thing that is that is surprising about this to me is that they waited this long. Why, why did they
4: do that? Well, in hindsight, you know, you could say it may have been semantics. Urban said he wanted him to earn it, uh, which he did. Um, He actually started both preseason games. So you would think no harm, no foul. However, the team right now is struggling for an offensive identity. And maybe that's because Urban had previously said that Gardner Minshew is a guy who loves to run around and extend plays, whereas Lawrence loves to throw it downfield. So there was a little bit of a contrast. Now you wonder if that's the case. Are they calling plays a certain way? And uh, will the fact that they have two different physical skill sets now allow them to gravitate towards those things that Trevor does well and focus on those things that will help them look better in game situations and actually get some wins early in the season?
2: I saw uh, CBS Sports' Pete Prisco mention this the other day. He's someone that follows that Jaguars team very closely, that he feels like this team does not have enough speed. DJ Chark really the only speed on this offense. And you mentioned Trevor Lawrence. He wants to push the ball down the field. How well do you think this roster is constructed right now to be that for Lawrence and the Jaguars, especially with Travis Etienne looking like he's going to miss the whole season? And he was supposed to bring some of that speed to this offense.
4: Well, I agree with Pete. They they don't look fast. They don't look explosive for a team that wants to be fast and explosive. And Pete is a friend of mine, and he's covered this team for a, a number of years as the beat writer here. However, I will tell you this. Sometimes you can get caught up in how fast a guy's 40 time is and and not really be caught up how fast they play football. I'll give you right. a, a few examples. DeAndre Hopkins, maybe the best receiver in the league. He's not fast. Devontae Adams, maybe the best receiver in the league. He's not fast. Uh, I think one of the best route runners in the league, Keenan Allen, he's not fast. Mm-hmm. But Justin Herbert found a way to get the ball down the field. And Mike Williams on the other side isn't fast either. So I think you can design plays a certain way. You can – Uh, control the line of scrimmage better. But the key for me is you have to give those teams a reason to come up to the line of scrimmage. That means you have to be able to run the ball with James Robinson and do some things on the periphery with tight end play. I think it's the other things that has to improve. And then Chark and Chenault and Marvin Jones, who's gotten deep in Cincinnati and, and Detroit, will be able to get deep. So you don't necessarily need track stars in order to be good on the outside the way, say, a Kansas City is.
2: And finally, this is a bizarre story. Tony Hawk has poured his blood, sweat, and tears into making skateboarding the sport it is today. And now, that is literal. The professional skateboarder gave 100 vials of blood to be used for limited edition skateboard decks in partnership with Liquid Death Mountain Water. There is a name of a brand. Each vial will be infused with paint and used on the $500 boards, which are already sold out. The proceeds will go directly to an anti-plastic nonprofit and the Skateboard Project. No word on who is going to donate blood to all of the skateboarders who fall down and crash on these skateboards, because that's what they do. No shade, that's what they do. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bats. download and subscribe wherever you get your podcast coming up Friday. We get you ready for the final preseason week in the NFL. So at least until tomorrow, stay
0: locked on today.